Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCBA. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Please shop yourself on some. Please put your hands together for your host, Cameron Esposito. on the show. They're in back. They can hear you. Let's hear it for them. And yeah, I should have, I'm Cameron Esposito. I'll be your jean jacket for the evening. It's great to see you, little buddies. What a Tuesday it is. Uh, other people in other places are showing their breasts for beads tonight. And that will also be incorporated into this show. I don't have beads, but I want to see your tits. Everyone. Oh, you can't leave until I see everyone's boobs. Starting with the youngest. And then we end on the oldest person. And I mean men too. I just really want to talk about aging. I just want it to be real. You know, the natural process that all of our bodies go through. And kind of bring light to that. What a... By the way, I am hilarious. That, it's killing me. I can't stop thinking about how funny that is. Um, ah, you know, it is, it is, uh, we are, oh, we record this show for a podcast as well, so I'll say that tonight is, uh, it is Fat Tuesday. Um, are you all right? Did you not know? No? It's all, I mean, what would you have done differently? Find that little baby in the cake, or what's going on with you? And then she's just like, I am off! Wherever the, where would you go? Who cares? It's stupid. It's like St. Patrick's Day. They're dumb holidays for people that have money for buses. You know what I mean? I don't mean like cheap buses. I mean party buses and vomiting. Um, That's dumb. Unless you're listening to this from New Orleans, in which case, this is the whole point of your city. (laughs) That and jazz. Boy, this comic, I'm so excited that he could stop by tonight. Um, he's an old friend of mine, and I'm so proud of all the stuff that he's doing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, hey, um, from, uh, from, from mostly from Transformers. From Yogi Pear 3D. Your friend of mine, TJ Miller. Let's hear for TJ Miller. Hi, everybody. What a thing. Hello, hi. How are you guys? Isn't Cameron so funny, huh? Give it up for her. Come on, why not? You're having a good time, right? That's it. Buddy, I like your outfit from the get-go. Look at this guy. Tie, argyle socks, right? White collar. Holy fucking shit! Are you, you know what? You, I know you're not. Are you an accountant? Because you would be the coolest fucking accountant in the world. Like, I'd let him do my taxes, for reals. Because I feel like you could beat up other accountants. It's just you have a menacing, you know, quality to it. You could also be a diehard villain. Whereas I just look like a suburban teenager that's trying too hard. A 
That's my new comedy thing. I'm doing that. I'm sort of doing the like this the take to the side, but much too late. You know, you could be a diehard villain. And you guys are like, what? This is the beginning of something else because it's certainly not the end of what came before. God damn it. Who's your favorite American historical figure? Can you think of it? Who is it? Come on. Lincoln. Hmm? Jackson. Good one. We'll get to him. What'd you say? Lincoln. Lincoln. Well, yeah, everybody yells that, man. I gotta. He is the best, though, right? Isn't he the number one? Why do we put him on the penny? Because he's the foundation of our currency. <laughs> what was yours, Andrew Jackson? No? You forgot? <laughs> what was it, Andrew Jackson? Yeah. Okay. Why is this suddenly a weird... <laughs> like, what just happened, you know? You're enthusiastic, yelled out, are you offended that I went to the Lincoln guy first? I don't know what's going on, man. I thought we were friends. And then I'm like, did you say Andrew Jackson? And you're like... Did you say Andrew Jackson? You're like, yeah. And it was so soft and lamb-like that a woman close to me had to be like, yes. Yes. He says yes. He's, he's too frail from his, his wrought emotions. Let him be. He, he can barely speak. It's, it's all he can do just to continue sitting. I'll speak for him. What is that little lamb? <laughs> Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we find it together, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's my, hey, listen, it's my first time seeing some of this show, too. My favorite American historical figure is George Washington Carver. What do you think about that? Hmm? You guys like Andrew Jackson? That guy was a badass, though. This is true. I think he, I think he got shot and then went and did a speech. And then afterwards saw a doctor. I'm serious. He was shot and he knew enough about hunting that he was like, it hasn't pierced my lung, otherwise I would have been coughing up blood. So I'll do the speech and then I'll go to the doctor. <laughs> Fucking, that's when presidents used to be badasses. You know? Lincoln was kind of a badass. Then all the, our presidents now are just like either idiots or well-spoken enough that we're like, you're our only hope for change. <laughs> Please, articulate black man, help us. <laughs> We're dying inside. <laughs> George Washington Carver. Ah! Better than any other inventor. He is, sorry. I like Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison invented cocaine so he could keep inventing light bulbs so he could keep doing cocaine so that he could keep <laughs> inventing light bulbs so he could keep 
Now we all love that Edison bulb in Los Angeles, don't we? Huh? Not like Eli Whitney, who invented the cotton gin. Something that we all know the name of it and who invented it, but none of us can picture it in our minds. <laughs> Try it right now. Imagine a cotton gin. I propose that you're merely thinking of some kind of loom. That's for the fucking literates in the audience. George Washington Carver invented peanut butter. Can you imagine? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. One of the great culinary treasures of the Western world. Wouldn't you say, I love peanut butter. I like it more than pizza. Disagree with me? Meet me out back and I'll fucking kill you. You understand? I'll fist fight you. Crunchy style. I'll never say that again, but I will say this. Do you think George Washington Carver just kept it as a secret, even just for a little while? Uh, his secret treat? Oh, no. His, his little special secret treat. Do you guys think he did that? I don't know. I would have. Would you guys have? He didn't even tell his wife. She'd be like, George, you want me to bring the jelly sandwiches down to your workshop? No, no, that's okay. Uh, Martha, just leave him right outside the door. I don't know if her name was Martha, but neither do you. Okay, George, you sure you don't want me to come down and watch you invent for a while? No, no, that's okay, Martha. Just leave the jelly sandwiches outside the door, and I'll eat them without adding anything to them at all. Certainly nothing that would immediately antiquate the concept of ordering jelly sandwiches. <laughs> but I got to think, you know, I just, I do. I have to think that, I, I like to think that behind any great inventor is a great woman and a great relationship. And to have a great relationship, you have to have transparency, right? The more secrets you keep, the further away you are from being ultimately intimate, right? That requires complete transparency. That's what we all want, intimacy, you know? We tell ourselves whatever we want to tell ourselves. I like this person because this, that. What you want is intimacy. Into you, me I see. <laughs> intimacy. Does that make sense? accurate reflection into you me I see intimacy does that make sense into Macy's I saw you go intimacy does that make sense into Macy's why Nordstrom Rack has the same products at better prices I've told you that so I think she's just like George you've got a secret I can see it behind your eyes tell me right this instant what are you keeping from me George I bet she was pissed, but he had the best get-out-of-jail-free card ever. He gets to show her that he invented peanut butter. He's just like, Martha, I know you're upset, but come into the kitchen. I want to introduce you to a little friend of mine named Peanut Butter. <laughs> Not literally. That'd be creepy if I brought you in and there was a small man. He's like, I'm Peanut Butter. I'm friends with George. So figuratively, I want you to come in and meet a little friend of mine named Peanut Butter. Literally, I want you to come in and see an invention I made. It's called Peanut Butter. And then he goes in. She's like, Butter, you're trying to make butter out of something that is crunchy and hard. What are you going to do? Have two different variations one crunchy, one completely smooth, each equally delicious. 
And as she's yelling, he just slowly puts a peanut butter jelly sandwich in her mouth, and then she just comes. She just comes immediately. She fucking comes. She falls over backwards, climaxing, her toes curling into concentric circles. And he gets on her, and he fucks her. He does. He, get, he fucks her so hard. He fucks her. He fuck. He... He fucks her like, there's no other way to say it, he fucks her like the guy who just invented peanut butter. Thank you, good night. That's my friend TJ Miller. Let's hear it for TJ, guys. Hey, we are going to keep the show running and rolling. So happy that this next comic could be here. Also, we've been trying to get her for a real long time. And she's one of my favorites. I'm so happy she's here tonight. Let's hear it right now, guys, for Natasha Leggero. Guys, give it up for Natasha! I follow you on Instagram, which is creepy when you don't, like, super know somebody. And also, it's creepy if you don't enjoy pictures of my favorite chair or my favorite dog. <laughs> I, I, how old is your dog? Well, I have three dogs. You have three dogs. I've only one seen of them, the one that wears one the of, glasses. Maybe wears glasses. Like, does don't you have a dog that you put, like, it's like a white dog. Oh, she, I put her, her in like my sunglasses. <laughs> Boy, did that stick with me. I'm quoting your Instagrams to you. Well, also, uh, no, that dog does not have astigmatism. That dog is those are just fashion glasses. <laughs> right. However, one of the dogs did get diagnosed with diabetes today. Oh, no. I'm actually, I'm really sorry to hear that. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I actually no. have diabetes as no, well. No, I, we're, yeah, me and that dog live with that. No, I'm really sorry to hear that. Well, because I actually used to hate animals. I thought they were the worst. I did, too. Then I got a dog, like, three or four months ago, and my heart is completely changed. What kind of dog? We have, like, a Chihuahua Terrier mix. He's, like, those are little, good. He's great. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm interested in him at all. I used to hate nature and dogs. Yes. And then, how do you feel about nature these days? I love it. Because L.A., maybe? I mean, I don't know. I don't know For what me. happened to me. I think I just, like, opened my heart. You're right. We became better people. Both yeah. of us did. My mom brought home a Labrador, and I just started screaming. And I was like, get that away from me. That's yes. disgusting. I would, like, hide in my room. I didn't want, like, dog slobber on right. me. Right. It's the worst. And But, like, I can't believe... I actually... this. I'm going to be really honest. I'm going to admit that I... Sometimes I try to kiss my dog on the lips. This is from hate. This is from actual, like, get your dog away from me, I never want to make... And now I try to kiss his lips because he's small. Guys, keep, please keep it going. For Natasha Zero. <laughs> uh, she looks so put together all the moments of every day. I just assume that's how she wakes up. That's not true. She look, that's effort. And she did that for you. <laughs> Just for fucking you. And none of you showed her your tits. <laughs> I was standing on the side and I looked just to see who's going to do it. Not a one person. And so I take away your jazz. That was funny. <laughs> You've got great shoes on. What are you doing with them? Little, are those, uh, are those uh, gold or silver? I can't tell in the light. Gold. I got some golden shoes. You know what I mean? What, I actually have golden shoes. <laughs> That's what I mean. We have both have golden shoes. What, how was your day? When did you put, what, at what point in your day did you put those on? Right before this? Or have you been wearing the, those all day? Right before this. Right before this. Yeah, because you were like, you know, got to get that. Right? Like the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever said they came to your house. And 
Anyway, um, what else did you do today? What did you do earlier before you didn't have those shoes on? What, you, what shoes were you wearing then? Um, I was wearing work boots. Work boots? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> what, were, what were you doing while you were wearing them work boots? Um, spray painting and welding. Spray painting and welding? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> for, for why? why were you, for, for work? Is that your job? Or are you just a hooligan? I welded a bunch of signs to other signs where they didn't go. You know what I mean? I don't think that's even a thing. Can you just do like, can you just do on-street welding? Like the mo- that's like the most complicated hooligan prank. You're just... Yeah. Um... Would you weld together today? Would you make? Um, chandelier. Chandelier? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> fucking chandelier maker over here. I don't know what you did. Yeah, clap for that. <laughs> Who can top that? That is uh, the most interesting job I've heard in a while. I'm going to assume that's the full extent of your job, and I don't want you to, d- to uh, discredit me in this notion. Like, I want to assume you only make chandeliers. <laughs> And you know that one house in Los Feliz? Tell me you know what I mean. Or maybe it's Silver Lake with the chandelier tree. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's your tree, that you live in that house. And that's a really super hyper-local reference. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should go to the Silver Lake Reservoir more and just also open your eyes and look at the world. (laughs) Can anybody beat that? More interesting or less interesting. Oh, yep. What's your job? My friend lives at that house. What? Your friend lives at the chandelier house? That's amazing, because my favorite part about that is they have a parking meter outside where you can donate to keep their electricity going, which is pretty selfish of them. (laughs) But also, like, I love that house. Can you thank your friends for me? Because every time I go, like, I took my folks to that house just to be like, hey, I live in the city now, I get it. Like, I can show you, like, you won't find this in a book or whatever. Like, this is a house, there's an outside chandelier tree house, so... She does have a trampoline. Yeah, I've seen some kids on there. That seems like a terrible idea, you know what I mean? Just to put a trampoline so close to so many chandeliers. (laughs) Unless you hate your kids. You're like, go jump on the thing underneath the spiky stuff. See how high you can get. And look up while you're doing it! That's cool. Anybody else have anything to add to the conversation? Either about chandeliers, knowing a person that I know, their house, it, it is, at, they live there. Um, or do you have other stuff to add about your job being more or less interesting than a chandelier m- manufacturer, and uh, artisan? Nobody? Anybody else? Uh, okay, who, has the, who thinks they have the least interesting job in the, in the room? I want to hear from that person. It's important. You should just... Own your story, you know what I mean? And share it. See, that means you all have terrible jobs. Do you know? Because, like, none of you will admit that you're the worst. A pox on all your houses. I buy and sell used iPhones. You buy and sell? That's the fucking worst job in the room. Yes, round of applause for that person who is keeping their chin up despite buying and selling used iPhones. Do you refurbish them or just turn them over broken? I just ship them to China. You ship them to China? You're the worst! <laughs> You're the worst! You know somebody over there
there is not getting paid very well to do that, and they live in a, you know, and you can't get out, they jump. Um, I'm sorry, that was dark, but it's honest. Or that guy's whole thing for This American Life was made up. That's the other thing, also. Remember when they were, when he, anyway, I can't remember that guy's name, but he was like, there's a terrible expose, and then there's the whole thing. He just said it, he like, anyway. Um, okay, you send him to China? What do you, do they ever send stuff back? What do you get in the, what do they send back? What if they just didn't send you iPhones back? Um, you, what? All right, that got more serious at the end. Because I was making like a serious joke, and then you were just like, I showed him! This so that's less of a joke and more of a, are you all right? Do you need any help? Yep. Wow, okay. Um, so again, just getting super racist. And uh, we, um, yes, I feel pretty uncomfortable with everything you're saying. Uh, and I think you also technically work for them Chinese. I know, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Are you, are you actually Chinese? No. No, you're, okay. All right, well then go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow! Wow! You always know, you always know somebody's about to say something pretty sensitive when they start with a them before a group. <laughs> you know about them gays? Chinese. That's my impression of a person that thinks all gays are Chinese. <laughs> and here's how you know I'm very good at my job. A uh, pretty racist death threat just happened and I made you guys all feel like everything was fine. <laughs> hey, uh, this next comic, it is her first time on our show and we are gonna go crazy for her. You've seen her on MTV's Girl Code. I love her so much. Let's hear it right now for Nicole Byer, guys. Yeah! Oh, hello, LA, hello! Yes, you saved me out! Yes! Can my ladies in the audience make some noise? Oh, yes, ladies, I have a question for you. Have you ever put a Snickers bar in your pussy? Kidding, I don't sound like that. Uh, I'm not one of those Negroes. But uh, I asked a pretty serious question. Ladies, have you ever put a Snickers bar in your pussy and really let a man eat you out? Okay, good. Me neither. Whoo! I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, you know, let's keep going with black people shit. Um, I do a lot of voiceovers, and I do them for McDonald's, and I brought you some voiceover copy. Usually I wear a wig, and I put it in my wig. So, I don't know. Come see me again one day. Okay. So, I, like, the first thing I ask when I walk in the booth is... How black do you want it? <laughs> and sometimes they're like, oh, just feel it out. And I'm like, no, give me a level of black. <laughs> so, you know, the white person, you know, running the session will be like, oh, well, she's still kind of in the hood. And I'm like, okay, well, is she about to leave? Is she like escaping the Negroes? 
or does she like like the hood? It's McDonald's, so she likes the hood. So here, here it goes. Where my chick is Alexa? Girl, let's hit up Mickey D's. Y'all know I be getting to my French fries. <laughs> Yo, girl, you wanna go to Mickey D's, order some shamrock shakes, and pretend to be Irish and shit? But about money so I can get up off this dollar man you life yo my weave's fucked up thank god for french fries the McRib is back again and then sometimes they'll be like can you like uh Oprah it up and I'm like alright the McRib is back okay away these go so let's, uh, let's keep going about black people. My grandpa's black. Okay, cool. No one cheered. That's usually what happens there. People are really proud of it. Thank you, whoever. Uh, so I went to go visit my grandfather in Chicago, and it was right after Obama was reelected, and he was like, Nicole! He sounds like a Muppet because he's from Barbados. Um, so he goes, Nicole, did you vote? And I was like, nah, man. I was like moving and living my life and I just like didn't have time. And he was like, Nicole, what if all the people got together and voted to cut all the heads off the fat people? You'd have no head. <laughs> right you guys I would have no head and my grandfather like he wrote a better joke than I'll ever write in my life it was like so crisp and clean and I loved it oh god also his name is Elmo (laughs) which is like just a kind of I don't know just adds a touch to it and uh, he never smiles when I tickle him good I like that joke too Uh, I wrote my set on my hand because uh I'm bad at remembering, and I crossed things out like a crazy person. I could have just skipped it. Whatever. So, guys, I joined a gym last year. And I never go. But uh, I went, uh, this was like Labor Day, and I was at the gym, and I was on the treadmill, and I was actually doing shit, and I was getting off, and all of a sudden, I see this little chocolate nugget of a man walking towards me. He looked like CeeLo, so like a chocolate little nugget. And uh, he was uh, Winnie the Poohing it, which means he was just wearing a shirt. No pants, nothing. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I was like, sir, your dick is out. And he goes, Jim's closing early. And I was like, that is not what I said, sir. And then I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm leaving him alone. I don't, I don't want him to put his dick, you know, on my shoulder. I don't know. He was like pantsless. So like, that's a thing he could do. Um, so I thought of a new diet, you guys, like in the gym. And it's uh, whenever I get hungry, I go to sleep. Because when you sleep, you can toss and turn thinking about how you're single. And that joke never goes over well. And I think it's because everyone in the audience is like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, very single. Yeah. Um, So I got fucked on Valentine's Day of last year. 
and when he came, he pulled off my wig. Uh, there's no punchline other than my life. Um, and this Valentine's Day, I tweeted a tweet that like got very mixed reviews. It was, Happy Valentine's Day. FYI, my parents are still dead, so if you want in on this orphan pussy, let me know. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. You're like, is orphan pussy even a term? It's not, and don't use it when you fuck someone because it takes them right out of the mood. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to leave you with this. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I was like, Nicole, you gotta change some things if you want a guy to love you. You gotta stop sticking your fingers in his butt and singing to his dick. Okay, I read it in Cosmo. It was like, do it, they love it. And everyone's loved it, okay? But the singing to the dick part is the problem. It goes something like this, okay. You once were hard and now you're soft. You once were big and now you're small. You once were inside of me and now you're not. Where are you going, Mr. Dick? (laughs) Not a single person has said encore. (laughs) Guys, I'm Nicole Byer. Thank you so much. together co-host Rhea Butcher to the stage. Let's hear from Rhea. She's going to come out right now. Real real quick chaskies. We're going to talk real quick. How you doing? My good pal? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Show's Um, great. Show's been great. Right, guys? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Rhea keeps, you know, things running smoothly, uh, you know, backstage with lights and stuff, you know, and then also comes out here. Lights, action, and cameras. Yes, you're you're the director of this thing. Yep. Hey, you know what had a pretty... Bad director? Oh, boy. The Oscars? Bad director. Now, is anybody here particularly uh, connected to the director of the Oscars? Do they they know his house? Is that your dad? Is that anybody's dad? Because that's the thing. You live in the city. Bless you. You live in the city. That could totally be your dad. That could be all of our dads. Or mom. Why did we say dads? Fucking turn it on our own. Sexism. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he is a director. You know what I mean? It's a comment on Hollywood. I guess they couldn't get Catherine Bigelow. Is that a person? Did I accurately name no, drop that's that? No, that's a tea maker. Yep, she makes a tea. I think that's just a person I know. <laughs> Who cares? They kept cutting in and out of stuff. And leaving mics on. They did leave a lot of mics on. You know what was my favorite part? I don't know if you guys... Did anybody here uh, watch the Oscars? Did anybody here watch this? It's a regional show. It's a regional... uh, It's a regional show. Um, It's a regional game show. It's a regional game show. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like you spin a thing, and then here's a thing, you know? And uh, these guys are going to give it to you, and one of them's Denzel. Um, That's us describing the Oscars. Here, you get a man. Yeah. You know what I you know what I like? I like when they take the mini Oscar, they drop it at the top of that like pegboard oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. nails, and then they have to go like And then if the mini Oscar lands on like a little stand, you get an you Oscar. Get an Oscar. <laughs> My favorite one is when the little Oscar guy goes, uh, 
hiking in the Andes. Oh, yeah. Andes. You got to stop him right before Yodels he goes his way over. Yeah, that's not the Andes. That's actually the Hollywood Hills. You oh, know what I mean? <laughs> like, if me. you get super close to the sign, then you die. You, you fall off like James Dean. You know? Yeah, you fall off like James Yeah, it's a, a pretty serious game. There's a pile of dead game. celebrities at the end There's of the a game. pile of dead celebrities. Yeah, it's a warning game. It's a game of warnings. <laughs> it's called In Memoriam. That's what it's called. Um... <laughs> It's like the that's a that's a it's a tough game. You know what I mean? We had we lost some uh, great little mountain hikers this year. Um, <laughs> right? Like, will you just will you guess how much money you should donate for pizza? And if you go over, then you don't get any of the furniture of from the, 1985. No. So, those are our prices right references. <laughs> Speaking of in memoriam, there was that... Now, you had to go home for a little while and walk the dog. Had to go home and walk the dog. Because we were at an Oscar party. Who is also a man. Yeah, right. (laughs) Dogs and directors fucking coming in here. You know what I mean? But not in here. Um, (laughs) Taking my job. Did you hear that one where I was talking about semen? Oh, our dog... Our dog has semen. That happened this week. He's a man. Do dogs have that? This one does. Rhea goes, Rhea goes, Rhea honestly came in to the room and goes, she's holding our dog up and she goes, he has something on his dick. And I, and I went like, what is it? She was like, it's like a, like a gummy, like a gummy substance. And I went like, well, let me see. And then I went and I went like, I think that's, Semen. That, I mean, my point is that's how much lesbians shouldn't have male dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it took really? us like a while. We were like, let's save it and bring it to the vet and test it. <laughs> His dick's sick. He's got a sick dick. Because it's making stuff, white stuff comes out of it. Very oozy. Infected. It's not feeling well. I popped a zit in his dick. <laughs> one ball. He does. Because his other ball is a secret. We don't know where it's... it is. <laughs> it's also the side effect of lesbian moms. You lose yeah. a ball. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And also, I've been practicing the secret on his secret. You know what I mean? Where yes. I'm like, I imagine you have two balls. <laughs> I like to feel it just to see if there's two. Shut up. You do it. You would do it if you didn't know what that was and if you were trying to get that chopped off there so you didn't get anybody pregnant. I don't any, know how this works. Anybody? Like just yeah, any... us. <laughs> you can it's hard enough being a lesbian. I don't want a half dog, baby. Because we sit on the same toilet with him. Yeah, our dog pees in the toilet. How does sex work? <laughs> You missed the Bette Midler tribute. I did. But she's the best. Do you like her at all? Are you in... Well, are you... I would say she is the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, she's... Yeah. She's... You know? I mean, I, I always am like, fly, you know? Yeah. It's that third one. You're right. That is the one. I wasn't it's sh- that third one. I wasn't sure she was going to do it because she's like kind of older. No. 103. <laughs> okay. But uh, she did it. Just so you know, some hocus pocus. That yeah, woman she, ho- she hocus pocus it right out. 
She had Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy and Jimmy with her. Um, so you missed her singing, so you didn't, didn't get a chance to see it. I'm sorry. We can watch it at home later. Um, well, but it's the in-memoriam spot. I don't know if I'm going to pop that up in yeah, YouTube again I, and just watch the sadness roll in. Sure, that's great for when you're working or yeah. whatever. You know? just, just have it in the headphones yeah. and check in every now and right. then. Who died last well, year? Well, they didn't play them together. Did you know that? They did like a weird, like a, they did like a montage, and mm. then Bette came out and sang afterwards as if to be like, remember those people? Here's how I feel about them. It's going to get real sad. Yeah, she saddened it right in my heart. Yeah. Um, but they didn't cut her mic out. I don't know if you heard about this. Bad form. So like she got, she had done with the song, nailed it, did the high. Ah, yeah, one? she did that. Uh, I'm nailed totally it. nailing it, by the way. Yeah, you are doing it. Um, she nailed it, and then, and then she like stepped forward to address the crowd of people that were at the uh, Oscars and went like, "Hey guys, I just think we all really," and then like commercial. Which is a tough time to cut out. And I think it went, went straight to like, do you want a teeny can of Pepsi? Or, or whatever. Um, they did have some really bad cuts on the Oscars. because Bad cuts. At the, the one that I caught at the end that was my absolute favorite was uh, 12 Years a Slave won the Oscar for the uh, best picture at the yes. end. It was great. Speeches. Blah. All that stuff. Everybody's happy. And then they, like, show the credits, and then it cuts to, like, a hotel chain going, Have you worked hard all your life? <laughs> that did happen! Come on! That did happen! You guys knew it was probably oh going You know what? Have you worked your fingers to the bone? You deserve a vacation. Are you all whipped into shape? <laughs> it was so... Come on down know. to Jamaica! Yeah, it was... It was tough. It was a tough... They really need to think about that. Just think about it. Yeah, that was tough. You're right about that. You're right. And then they just went to... But you were there for the end also. And so they went from 12 Years of Slave 1 to like a weird hotel commercial and then right back to the red carpet where there was just a person out there who had to be like... Because people were walking past him and they weren't allowed to stop. So he had to stand there and go... People are walking behind me on this red carpet. And they cannot stop. They were here earlier. Look at them. They're here again. See how they're behind me? Like, that was his level of banter, by the way. We just nailed it as hard as he did. (laughs) How do you get that job? Did you even audition for that? I don't know. I feel like somebody was playing, like, a claw game and Uh got pulled out of it. Yeah. Popped into that job. And he's like, what do I do? I will talk with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did his best. He did. But tough, tough job. Tough job to just be the guy standing on the side of the red carpet. He's like the Hollywood version of Greenpeace on the sidewalk. Hey, do you have a minute? None of those Do you have a minute for, uh... Come on. Okay. All right. Well, thanks anyway. Enjoy shopping. Hey, do you have a second? No? Okay. All right. Well, this affects your community. Are you a registered voter? You should have said that. Yeah. I'm sure all those famous people vote. Yeah, they're political. Yeah. You can tell from their speeches. Diamond encrusted, I voted today. Exactly. <laughs> Where they're like, I love my mom. Sorry, Ukraine. My band! You know? Um... <laughs> oh, well, I think we've done a great job of discussing the Oscars. I feel like we really summed it up. Absolutely. Um, I will say, <clears throat> final thing, and this is coming from both of us, I think. Uh, pretty sad just about that uh, Liza joke. Pretty sad about the Liza joke. Yeah, pretty bummed. Because, like... because Liza. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, number one, you know, Liza. You know. But number two, like, it's 
pretty intense for any gal. Looks a little bit like these two gals to get up on stage. Say anybody looks like a man. Feels a little bit intense to me. Oh, that was too intense for this crowd. <laughs> a little too intense. You know, we're aware of our uh, short hair. Yeah. General manness. <laughs> we're aware of our general manness. Keep these, one these arm are behind my back. Women's jeans, and I still have a penis tent. I yeah. understand. <laughs> she brings her own penis. It just happens all the time. That's because you were in the Boy Scouts. I love Boy Scouts. Yeah. Uh, hey. Scout. So, um, anyway, I don't think we need to be calling anybody uh, a man, unless nah. people that are, you know, men, or that want to be called that. Right. This is one of the things we're going to deal with in the next ten years as a country. I think we're just going to figure out how to address each other, and uh, when to, you know, shame each other for the way that we look. Yeah. And we're starting tonight by just looking like this, and fucking being proud of it. Look at these outfits. I get Haircuts. called sir all the time. Yeah, you get sir hardcore. sir hardcore. Yeah. And I just want to say, sometimes ladies wear ball caps. Yeah, we <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We are the members of the All-American League. We come from cities near and far. We got Canadians. Hey, hey, Irish ones and sweets. We're all for one, one for all, we're all American. And if you don't know what that was, that was a league of their own, the theme song spoken as a poem. (laughs) Guys, Rhea Butcher, thank you guys. Uh, we got two comics left. They're both amazing, and we're gonna bring uh, them out. And just you're gonna have so much joy in your life. Hey, this uh, this first I think it's his first time on the show, which is nuts because we love him so much. And you guys are gonna love him. Let's hear it right now for Carl Carl Hess. Give it up for Carl. Guys, give it up for Cameron and Rhea. That was a fantastic Oscar slash dog penis recap. That was fantastic. Really covered it. A lot of comedians like to start out with a joke. I'm not going to do that to you guys. I respect you too much as a crowd. I'd like to start out with a life lesson that I recently learned. I'm going to pass along to you. Maybe you guys can utilize it in your individual journeys. I recently learned that who you are around an open bar and free pizza that's who you really are. <laughs> and I recently learned I'm human garbage. Here's what happened. Uh, I went to an event that was open bar and all you can eat pizza for comedians all night long. I immediately go up to the bar. It's open bar all night. I could have paced myself. No, no. I immediately ordered five shots of whiskey immediately. Might have said YOLO like a monster does. I don't know what I was doing. Clearly out of control. Drink five shots of whiskey. Of course, I'm immediately hammered. Then I go eat seven slices of pizza. And then I come back to the bar, but not before hiding more pizza for later. And, like, in my mind, it made, like, perfect sense at the time. I was like, later there'll be a shortage, then I'll be king. What? That's what a garbage person says, you guys. Those are the words of a garbage person. Yeah, then the rest of the night was just like hammered, like eating pizza, hiding, and coming out like the perfect crime. <laughs> Thought I was so smart. And in fact, I was very dumb. I live in Echo Park, which is a nice neighborhood to live in. Uh, something happened the other day, which I thought was pretty great. I was crossing the street. It was at a light. 
But halfway across the street, I realized there was a sign on the other side of the street that was like, don't cross here. Use the other side where there's an actual crosswalk. But I had already committed to the cross. I was like, I'm just going to see this through. And I did. And right after I did, a cop car whips around the corner, and two cops jump out. And one of them's like, get against the wall. And the other guy's like, you don't have to get against the wall. I was like, what? <laughs> what? You're already doing good cop, bad cop on me, like immediately out of the car? What's going on here? But yeah, the one guy was the hard ass. He's like, give me your ID. What's your name, smart guy? Where do you live? And he's writing down all my info. Then he pointed to the sign. He didn't look at it, which was key. He just pointed to it. He goes, can't you read, smart guy? What does that sign say? Can't you read? And of course, because it's Echo Park, someone has written, fuck the police on that sign. I was like, stay in the moment, Carl. You're about to touch the face of greatness. Your life might be peaking right now. It might not get better than this. Stay in the moment. I pinched myself. It was necessary. He said it again. He's like, can't you read? What does that sign say? And I was just like, um, fuck the police. He was like, what? Oh, God. I'm not a hero, guys. I'm just a man. I'm not a hero. You don't think you would? If you would have dug deep, you would have found the courage. And then I paid the city of Los Angeles $85. So still worth it. I want to count that as a win still. We all live in L.A., which is a fine city to live in. I'm assuming most of you live here. I've been thinking about this. We all drive so much living in this fine metropolis. Maybe you guys can help me with this query that I've been pondering recently. What is more depressing to see when you're driving around Los Angeles? Is it somebody sleeping under a freeway overpass? Or is it somebody posing for headshots pictures there? I don't know, guys. I don't know. That, that clapping is tinged with sadness. You think the same thing both times? You're like, poor bastard, I hope he makes it. The government should do something. There should be a program for these people. Too real or not real enough? You tell me, darkened crowd. I'm having a pretty lazy 2014, and I think I've traced why that is. Uh, the first week of January, I got my medical marijuana card and Netflix streaming on my television on the same day. So I have not been outside so far this month. Uh, you guys all have Netflix streaming. You know what it's like. You get to the point where you're just like, watch what Netflix tells you to watch, you know? You just sit home on the couch like, yes, I do love cerebral foreign dramas. <laughs> You know me so well, faceless algorithm. <laughs> Let's hang out all day. And you do. As a straight white male stand-up comedian, I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to talk about depression, guys. <laughs> it's in the contract. You got to do it for health insurance. It's a union thing. Um, I never get depressed because depressions are weirdos. When I'm depressed all the time, here's what I think about. Uh, when I'm really depressed, my mind always goes, you always hear, like, ignorance is bliss. And I'm always like, are really stupid people just fucking happy all the time? That's what I think. I'm like, because when you're really depressed, you're like, I would choose that, you know? Like, I'll wear a shirt with angel wings and a sword on the back. I'll do whatever the hell I got to do. But then in my mind, I'm like, no, Carl, you're being crazy. Stupid people aren't happy all the time. They just have their own set of stupid people problems. They're like, ah, I tore my Tasmanian devil sweatshirt at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. How's everyone going to know I'm a real fun guy? 
or something like that. Who will speak for the stupid people here? I'm not saying I'm super smart. I'm not at all. Like, I was just at home, and I was hanging out with my 21-year-old younger brother, and I had to come to the unsettling conclusion that at age 30, I have no valid life advice for him. <laughs> like, I should have something at this point. Like, stay away from the brown acid or something. I got nothing. <laughs> the one thing I told him that I thought was pretty solid, because he's in college, I was like, son, I call him son. I was like, son, whatever you do, don't be a theater major. Because that's what I did, you guys. And clearly it leaves you with no marketable life skills whatsoever. When you're in college, it's awesome because your friends are like international relations majors and like chemistry majors. And they're like, oh my God, I got to write a 50-page paper by Thursday. And I got to read 30 chapters by the end of the semester. And you're like, I fucking pretended I was a tiger in class today. <laughs> then we practiced breathing for 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm doing super well. Hit this, you know. Uh, then you're graduating, you're fucked. Okay, cool, got it. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of this fine comedy program. Guys, Carl Hess, one more time for Carl. Hey, we are going to go right into our final comic. We're so happy to have him back on the show. We love him here. It is Mr. Tony Sam, guys. Give it up for Tony Sam. Come on. Last comic of the night. Go crazy. But I don't talk like that shit. This is my real voice. Stupid, man. No, no, I do sound like this. I sound like this asshole. So there we go. Uh, I want to start by apologizing to you guys on uh, my periphery because uh, my profile, it's ugly. You, you guys got... The, well, you can't see. Look. See what I mean? I'll do it for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so uh, I'm growing a beard out. Uh, I, it's a newer beard. I, I like growing beards because I think it takes a real man to grow a beard. <laughs> right? I always like saying it like that because I wish, like, the bigger your beard gets, the higher your voice should go because the <laughs> testosterone in your body's being diverted to the beard cause. <laughs> so you're like, hey, everybody, look at my big old beard. <laughs> And everyone now, they assume I know lots about camping. <laughs> that, like, I'm their go-to guy. But, you know, not every guy can grow a beard. I see a, a few good beards. That's a nice one. You can't do it, can you? <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You try to grow a beard, it looks like a sick old cat with diabetes on your face. <laughs> oh, that poor animal. His face that doesn't exist. I like that first week when you grow a beard because people don't know whether you're growing a beard or your life is falling apart. <laughs> right? So people are always like, Hey, Tony, you do, you doing, o you doing okay, pal? I go, Yeah, I always wear robes! <laughs> now help me with this electrical cord! Guys, I didn't do it. Didn't go through with it. Thank you so much. One thing you should know about old T-Bone. I refer to myself as T-Bone. <laughs> Another thing you should know, terrified of spiders. Who? Right? Anybody else? You know it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'd do it. Like, if I'm in a garage and I see, like, a piece of plywood against the wall, I know there's, like, spiders all on each other's shoulders. 
waiting to strike. But I've, I've never seen any of the Spider-Man movies because of it. I can't do it. That's true. That's a fact. You look it up. You Google that. You'll see I've not seen one. But <laughs> it made me think, right? Like Spider-Man, he, uh, he uh, plays the castanets. <laughs> no, he shoots webs and he swings on, I wanted to say vine, but it's also webbing. <laughs> but I think if Spider-Man was just a guy who had a bag full of spiders... <laughs> and ran around throwing with people just as effective. You see a guy like Robert a bank, he's like, oh, Jesus Christ! Jesus! Oh! I give up! And in my Spider-Man, he doesn't even know why he has the bag of spiders. Like, his dad had a bag of spiders. He died, he gets willed them. He's like, why do I dole them out one at a time? Why don't I just get rid of the whole bag? <laughs> so on the, <laughs> on the way over here, I saw a bumper sticker that didn't sit all too well with old T-Bone. It said this. It said, uh, if you can't stand behind the troops, huh? why don't you stand in front of them? And there was a picture of a soldier with a rifle pointed at you. Whoa. What it should have said was, if you don't agree with me, die. <laughs> Much shorter bumper sticker. Now, why is it whenever we say something, or we, we read something ignorant, or we, we, re or we hear something that sounds insensitive, we like to repeat it to our friends in a thick southern accent? Like, I'm not sure that the bumper sticker had that inflection on it when I read it, but it certainly seemed like, if you can't dab it a ski but a doo poop a doo, <laughs> deep bop bop a doo poop. <laughs> now, I wish that the people that said all those terrible things had a high pitched Mickey Mouse voice. Because I feel like we'd all be, like, kind of on board with what they're saying, like, ha, ha. <laughs> gay marriage. <laughs> watch <laughs> like yeah I mean I, I, I don't know if maybe <laughs> like <laughs> immigration reform <laughs> get out of my country pal <laughs> and then a third funnier one <laughs> you do the homework Uh, real quick, uh, I've had a lot of terrible jobs in Los Angeles. Uh, one, of, uh, one of the worst jobs I ever had was at this really fancy bakery. It was like a really ritzy bakery. It's called Sweet Lady Something. It's not important. But uh, basically, it was a lot of rich assholes. And I mean, like, not just regular, like, super assholes coming in. Like, they flew in the door with capes on, and the cape said Gucci. <laughs> but we sold a lot of cakes. And one of the, my favorite things that ever happened there was... Uh, some lady came in to, to get a cake. I went to go in the back and pull the order. That's how you do it in the biz. So I, I, as, I brought the, as I brought the cake out, I looked at it. It said, happy fifth anniversary, Vanessa and Robot. So I presented it to her, and she goes all teapot on me. 
that's hot tea coming out because she's pissed. And so she goes, I don't want to be a bitch. But you know she's going to be. She goes, but that says robot. And I go, I know. Now, if I'm taking that order on the phone, I think it warrants a follow-up question. All right, let's see. Happy fifth anniversary, Vanessa and Robot. Are you sure? Yes, I am quite sure. Do not question, Robot. Oh, all right. And then Barbie was like, I really wished it was for Robot. Like, you know, like you go there, I'm like, oh, Vanessa, you and Robot have such a beautiful home. Do not talk to Vanessa. She is mine. Put some cake in my fuel cell. Mmm. That is good. Lasers! Robot, why do you always kill all my friends? Because I love you. It ends sweetly. Thanks, guys. I've been Tony Sam. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for coming. And if you could please exit quickly because we have another show starting right up at 9.30. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together, get ready to clap your hands together, put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.